Have you guys heard of manifestation? If you haven't, it seems to me to be sort of the concept of trying to channel your energy uh, into creating the things that you want to happen to happen in real life. That was, if you actually know what manifestation is, that's, I didn't explain it well, that's not what it is, but it's kind of like speaking things into existence. You have things that you want in your head and you uh, visualize them or say them out loud or something um, as a way to sort of like channel your energy into making them happen in the real world. And this is really a, a hot thing right now. I'd say especially for young women, it's sort of like a big part of pop culture and it's all over social media. It's sort of like going along with the new it girl. She's very like in touch with her spiritual side. She um, says her affirmations. She understands energies. And I think it's really interesting, but I just, I don't understand it. <laughs> Like at all, it makes me feel so stupid whenever anyone talks about energy because I just don't, I I can't make it past like seventh grade physics slash chemistry level understanding. Like I know that matter is neither created nor destroyed and I can't take that leap into making energy be spiritual. It doesn't make sense to me. And these sorts of things have, have kind of just evolved so much that you'll see this sort of spiritual talk connected to all other sorts of messaging on social media. So I was scrolling through YouTube the other day and this video popped up and the title of it was uh, Why Your Manifestations Aren't Working, in parentheses, Get Rid of Desperate Energy. Um, are you trying to tell me? that the universe isn't listening to me and what I want because I'm being too desperate? Are you trying to tell me that the universe doesn't like it if you're too clingy? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The universe thinks I'm too clingy? Bitch, I am. I am desperate for the universe. Probably I'm more desperate for the universe than anything else. I don't understand how anything works in our world. I don't understand how I'm here or what I'm here for or what my purpose is. You're damn right. I am so needy to the universe. And I wish the universe would throw me a bone and give me a little sense of some purpose. But apparently the universe likes when we play hard to get. This is Camellia, please pick up the phone. Does anyone else hate stores that act like they're better than other stores? Like, I think Target is pretentious as fuck. And the most obvious way to know this is that motherfuckers used to say Target for like a couple of years, like maybe like 2015 through 2017. People would literally roll up and be like, going to Target, gonna pick up my things. What in the French fuck? do you think you're saying? And those same people who love Target hate Walmart. People love to hate Walmart. In fact, it's like, as soon as anyone mentions Walmart, there's immediately a joke about the people there, the quality of things, just the vibe inside, anything about it. And you know what? I understand 
that Target is cuter inside. That's all, all concede that. That's obvious. I understand that Target has their own brand of things up and up and they make it look cute, but they sell the same things? Like, I don't understand what point you think you're making talking about how like Target is so highbrow. You went there for paper towels, dog food, and Halloween lights in purple. Like, <laughs> it's not fucking Dior, bro. Like, it's just a store that sells everything. And so is Walmart. But the point of this is, Target to me is like the type of person who um, goes away to college out of state, um, maybe in like a big city or something, and then comes back to their hometown and pretends like they're too cool to do anything that they grew up doing. Like, they don't want to hang out with their parents, they don't want to hang out with their siblings, they don't want to like, you know, go to the local chains, they don't want to like, go to a barbecue, they just want to like, talk about how, you know, the barbecue in like whatever city they're in is so good. Like I would never fucking go to like cookout and it's like, shut the fuck up Target. Like <laughs> you just like went to New York one time. You're not better than the rest of us. So I just like to put this out there that like if you are a Walmart hater and a Target lover, just chill the fuck out and think about what you're really saying. It's fine if you like Target. But why do you like Target so much more than Walmart when they're literally the same store? Except one is nicer on the inside, okay? You are falling prey to the marketing. And I like Target and I also like Walmart. I think they both have fine stuff. But I just don't like the fact that Target acts like it's so much fucking better than everyone. And it's like, we know the truth, buddy. You're just the same as the rest of us. And you know what else? And I'm, I'm gonna get shit for this. But I have to speak from the heart. And the other store I hate is Whole Foods. Uh, but more than hate Whole Foods, I, I think I'm honestly afraid of Whole Foods. Every time I go in there, I feel like people are shooting me dirty looks and like elbowing me out of the way. I'm just always blocking something that somebody needs. And you know, like when you've been going to a grocery store for long enough, you can just get in, get out. Like, you know where all your stuff is. Even if you're buying some stuff that you don't normally buy, like, you know where everything in the store is and you just, like, have your path that you take and you you run your route and then you go. But I don't go to Whole Foods a lot. Um, and also I live in a city. So, like, a lot of grocery stores in the city are packed tightly. They have skinny aisles. And they're also really crowded after, like, typical nine to five work hours. And people will just seem so pissed and I don't understand how they all know what they want because the stuff in Whole Foods is so weird and it takes me so long to decide if I want like flame roasted mushroom flavored chips or not and and they make everything so confusing too everything is in like eight different places and no matter which way you turn you always end up in a pile of fucking soap and it's so cute it's so cute uh, but it's like, I don't need soap. So, but like everywhere I turn, there's just fucking soap staring at me. Like, buy me, you bitch. Like, I can't, okay? Maybe one day I'll be back for you. The other day I went to Whole Foods and I, I was trying really hard not to go to Whole Foods. I went to two different grocery stores first. 
and they were like packed with lines. So I was like, fuck, I guess Whole Foods it is. I only needed two things. I needed burger buns and tortillas. And I really wanted both of these for meals I was making that day. So I was like, I will not compromise until I have left with my necessary cart. I know I don't know Whole Foods that well, but I only need these two things, getting it out, let's go home and we can eat. So I walk into Whole Foods, I'm looking around, I can't find a section for fucking tortillas. Finally, I find them on the ground next to like cauliflower pizza crust and they don't have any big tortillas. They have like the mini, mini ones, but like I wanted a burrito. So I'm looking for like the big boys. And you know how much they know people don't care about tortillas at Whole Foods because they put that shit on the very bottom. I'm just like looking like a crazy person. I'm literally like on all fours on the ground. I'm like scrabbling around in the back of this shelf trying to see if maybe a jumbo tortilla has fallen back there. There isn't one. And all I can find is lavash, which is Middle Eastern flat bread made specifically with like whole grains and quinoa which I don't want I want a fucking tortilla for my burrito so I gather myself and I'm like okay we keep going let's just look for burger buns and then we'll circle back we'll circle back I go to the bread section and I'm like this this should be easy whole foods has good bread Honestly, it should be super easy to find some nice burger buns. Fucking brioche. Brioche burger buns are the option that is given to me. I don't want that. I just, I just want like a couple, like, like two. I just want two burger buns that I can just like pick up from like the, the place where you like grab your own bread and they don't have it. They don't have any like normal ass burger buns. I can only buy like a thousand brioche buns. So that one I just give up on. I'm like, all right, brioche it is. I accept defeat. I, I give Whole Foods the win on this one. I'll take my losses. I'll take my brioche. So now I go walking down the frozen section. I don't know what possessed me, but sometimes they sell frozen bread. So I'm like, maybe on some off chance they have frozen tortillas. They do. <laughs> Flourless. Flourless fucking tortillas. Are you kidding me? I want flour. That is the whole point. I want all the flour. I want only flour actually and nothing else. I want a jumbo fucking flour tortilla to shove down my throat. And all they have are flourless tortillas. Why would anyone buy that? Just don't buy a tortilla. God damn it. And guys, I bought the lavash. I had to make a burrito in whole grain quinoa flatbread. I can't deal with this store. If you like it, please explain to me what the appeal is. I don't get it. And it's scary because all this crazy shit that I'm looking at, these products that I'm like, God help me, why do they sell them? Everyone else is so excited for. And not like a little, like, oh, I found my favorite cheese on sale or like, Oh, let me try a new ice cream or like, oh, look, the avocados look good. No, people at Whole Foods live for Whole Foods and for the weird ass products they buy from Whole Foods. The more times I've been there, the more I'm convinced that Whole Foods isn't a grocery store. It's an amusement park for fancy people because people live for Whole Foods like they are on a roller coaster. They live for Whole Foods like they just got through the line at Disney's Magic Kingdom and they're finally gonna get to take their picture with Cinderella. And see, for the people who shop regularly at Whole Foods, Whole Foods itself is the amusement park. You know, they really make a day of going around from aisle to aisle and having their experience. But for the rest of us, the shoppers there they're the exhibits and we just get to watch wide-eyed as all of these people do their dance around the store. 
in my time going there, um, I've identified a few types of people that I always see. Um, and I, I consider them my museum exhibits, which now that I'm saying that out loud sounds rude, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, there are the overly invested cheese boarders who are clearly just there for charcuterie and they stand in the cheese corner where everything is um like very artfully arranged they kind of like they stack like the little cheeses on top of bigger blocks of the same cheese and people will pick them up and put them down and hold the cheeses next to each other and you can tell that they're talking to their friends uh asking and trying to visualize how they would look cut up in little wedges and next to a salami rose and you know picking up big jam and these are the people who like to ask the employees a lot of questions even though everything in whole foods is meticulously labeled like they will they will tell you the cheese pairings right there on the card but these people are these people are for real like interrogation room battering the employees with questions trying to figure out which selection of meats and cheeses will make them look the most worldly and full of taste um there's also a whole subset of like fancy beer boys are what i call them in my head who do the like make your own six pack and they're always picking out the beers that have like you know, like otters on them or like giant pink graffiti letters <laughs> and you can't even tell what it's supposed to taste like. Um, uh, next are the motherfuckers who only buy flowers who I'm so jealous of these people because like the um, like your life must be going so great that you A, don't need to like actually do a grocery run every time you're at the grocery store. Like you could just pop in to pick up something cute for your house. And B, that they have enough self-control to not, like, automatically pick up random shit they don't need when they're out of store just because they're hungry and take it home. I don't think I've ever bought one thing from a grocery store, and I don't think that that's something that will be happening to me anytime soon. Like, I see you. Like, you are living a good life, and I want what you have. And then we have the couples where one of them is obviously a real big, like, health nut and Whole Foods fanatic, and the other one is clearly not. Uh, and Whole Foods would not be their first choice of store, and they're having like a like a very heated whisper debate over um, buying pre-made soup. And then one or two aisles over from them are people who are local college students or new grads. Um, and Whole Foods is like their most convenient store. Like they happen to live right next to Whole Foods. But they're trying to buy some like junk food for a pizza party and you can see them trying to find like buffalo wings and like like mozzarella sticks and like cheap ass wine and um just trying to get stuff for like some like late night party snacks and whole foods is probably not where they should have gone but it's the place where they ended up last but not least there is a special place in hell for people who camp out at the whole foods tables like it's a coffee shop I don't know why Whole Foods has this and no other grocery stores do, but like Whole Foods really has a lot of the like serve your own food. You know, they have like a hot bar. They have a fucking antipasto bar. They have like a avocado toast bar. They have like all sorts of shit where you can just like like desserts and things you can just pick up and eat right there. And they have like a whole separate section of tables where you can sit and hang out. And usually I feel like when grocery stores have this, it's a little sad and like, like whenever I've eaten 
in a grocery store it's like i'm between shifts at work or i'm just like so fucking tired i have to like sit down and eat something i'm always like slumped over in a corner alone like hoping that no one will look at me just trying to like eat a sandwich in peace but people really use the whole foods one like it's an actual destination and they'll like bring their food over and meet a friend and fucking hang out or they'll like bring a laptop and do work and i'm just like of all the places you could have chosen choosing whole foods is not what I would have gone for. And all of these people alone are fine and then normal, but something about watching them all exist in the same space together is so funny because they're all like the most annoying customer at any other store and shoving them all into the same place and watching avoid each other and try to get all of the different specific things that they really want and just like savor the experience of Whole Foods to me is just like unmatched comedy it is it is a real life zoo in there and it it brings joy to my heart i have to say anyway after all of my um recent bread related trauma i think i'm gonna have to take uh, some time before i pop back into whole foods just for like my mental health you know because uh, i think that there's something in the air there that really just compels people and i'm so afraid that i'm just gonna like blackout one day in whole foods and like come to just clutching zucchini fritters in one hand and a pressed juice in the other like tweaking and all have become one of them remote work has been hard on all of us it's difficult to go from that cushy luxurious office setup to sitting in bed napping, and getting crumbs on your laptop. Okay, actually, that's not hard at all. But your boss might not be a fan. That's why I'm so happy to be partnering with My Desk Chair. My Desk Chair has enabled, you might even say empowered, me to look moderately professional while getting my work done. Without My Desk Chair, my butt and back would be so much less supported. Go to www.veryrealdeskchair.com slash pick up the phone to save money just for being a listener. And remember, it's never too late to make my desk chair your desk chair. I went to the gynecologist today and it was a whole experience. First of all, I picked an 8 a.m. appointment because I was trying to get there and come back before work, but like why I decided to do that, I really don't know. Um, because I got a call from them a couple days ago that was like, just so you know, since this is your first time coming to this facility, you need to be 20 minutes early to fill out forms, which is 7.40 and it's like, I gotta walk there. So basically I'm up and at it really early like I pretty much rolled out of bed and then headed over and I don't know if I'm the only person who does this but I feel a very strong urge to like dress up when I go to appointments like doctor dentist like whatever and I know this makes no sense because like they literally could not care less about me like they just want to do their freaking job and then like move on to the next person but I'm like they only see me once a year like what if they think I'm like crusty <laughs> I try my best to like throw together a look first thing in the morning and I trek on over there through this 30 degree weather and so 
For context, I get my gynecology work done at Howard University Hospital. So I have to go into the main hospital entrance. It's not like just a gynecology or like women's center facility. So I walk to the front desk of like the whole hospital. I'm like, hi, can you direct me to gynecology? And the lady was like, can I see your ID? And I had to like go through a whole security process, which I guess is just because it's a hospital in a city. But all of a sudden I hear something like some like muttering and I'm like, what is that? Like, what is that noise? I realize it's my fucking phone in my pocket and it's playing Mystery of Iniquity by Lauren Hill. But the beginning part where she's like giving a speech about like political prostitution and I'm like, fuck. I hope nobody heard that. Also, I forgot to mention the entire time my check-in is going on, there's like another lady just sitting there next to the front desk, like providing commentary and like being an audience who is just not affiliated with the hospital at all. So I, I make it past and the lady's like, okay, for gynecology, you're going to want to like walk down, take this turn and then take this other turn. And it's right by the elevators. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So I say goodbye to both of them follow these instructions and I walk down and I see an arrow that says women's wellness center. So I'm like, dope, got it, following these. And I keep walking and I like pass by the elevator. So I'm like, okay, it must be close. And I check like the next sign and it says women's wellness center back the direction I came from. So I'm like, oh, I guess I went too far. So I go back down this hallway and check another sign and it says women's wellness center the other direction. So now I'm in between two signs that both say gynecology this direction, but the arrows are pointing at each other. So it must be somewhere in the middle here, but I can't find it. It's definitely not. There's only like three doors in between these signs. I'm like, there's no possible way that the gynecology department is somewhere in here. Finally, I guess I look stupid enough that like several people stop me and they're like, are you okay? Like, do you need help? I finally take somebody up on it and they're like, oh yeah, like what you want is the women's wellness center, which is down such a such a way. Not at all where I thought I was supposed to be going. So I followed these instructions, make it there. It turns out there's a whole nother set of elevators that like the same instructions from the front desk apply to, like the same series of turns, just like different turns. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, neither does the layout of this place, apparently. I make it to gynecology. I'm like 15 minutes early. I'm like, okay, I actually did what I was supposed to do. I'm a freaking adult. So I try to go in and they're like, the place doesn't open until eight, so you can't come in. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Why did you tell me to come early if I actually can't be here early at all? So now I have like a weird like 15, 20 minutes to kill. I went in the bathroom just for something to do. I didn't have to pee. I just like kicked it in there. And then I was like, oh, I better come out in case somebody noticed. And now they think I'm like dying in here. Uh, so I come back out and there's nowhere to sit. There's not like a, there is a waiting room, but I'm not even allowed in there. And where I end up right now is like a side entrance where all of the doctors and nurses and other medical professionals are coming in to check in for the day and I could not look creepier. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to stand against a wall for like 15 plus minutes and 
and look casual and not like you're lurking, it's really hard. I'm now like in this little corner, like kind of outside of the bathrooms, which is weird. I'm just trying to like shrink into the walls and I'm like trying to like lean and like be on my phone and, and portray that I have a reason to be there. But I think it's like the harder I'm trying to seem not creepy and like I belong, the more I stick out <laughs> and people start like shooting me looks. Like obviously no one was rude or anything, like everyone was going about their business, but you could tell that people were walking by and they were kind of like, why are you here? Like what is this person doing? And I was like, oh God, oh God. Like they don't know because you would totally assume that if someone was like going to the gynecologist they would be able to you know sit in the fucking gynecology waiting room and not just like creep outside in the hallway <laughs> like a little like a trespasser and i like to think that this is this is a legacy i'm gonna leave in dc that even if i don't leave my mark on the city in any other way that people are gonna be like you know rumor rumor has it there is <laughs> like a white chick who wanders the halls of howard hospital just too lost to figure out where her destination is <laughs> you better get your rounds done on time because if you have to stay here in the building late the little white girl goes of gynecology is gonna come for you. You've reached the voicemail of Camellia. Please hang up and dial again. for listening to this episode of Pick Up the Phone, our show would not be possible without the support of our amazing team. Our executive producer is Camelia Pastor. Our audio editor is Camelia Pastor. Our graphic designer is Camelia Pastor. Our marketing team, Camelia and Pastor. Sales and analytics, Camelia Pastor. And of course, this season's intern is Camelia Pastor.